This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from the Knapsack Files studios in Burbank, California, this is the three things of the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Hey, everybody. Hello. I'm waving at you. Why can't you see me? Oh, it's audio. I get asked a lot now that I'm jobless and nearly homeless. Ken, are you going to switch to video? Are you going to start a YouTube channel? I do have a YouTube channel. There's not a lot on there. Old clips, some stand-up, some sketch comedy. Some little promotional things, an old wrestling match, an old wrestling promo. It's a junk channel. You can find it. Just search Catnaps. Like YouTube, it's it's not like Twitter, like Twitter.com slash Catnaps. Like it's like it's like YouTube slash user slash chump slash oh you thought your name was gonna be this. It's actually this. I don't know. Never been a huge fan of YouTube, even though it's largely responsible for why you're listening to me. I love appearing on other things. I love being part of other things that also appear on YouTube. I am not interested in necessarily starting my own channel. I appreciate the interest. A lot of you ask me. Uh, But that's just not for me. I hate editing. Loathe editing. Had to do it for a while. I actually started to learn it. I learned editing video on those big old machines where you put in like the three-quarter inch tape uh, and then you, you have the knobs and the big flashy buttons that look like I was controlling the Death Star, the gunner, like I was a Death Star gunner, and then you move things around your frames and then you have to have, you know, five-second pre-roll and all, all that stuff. When I learned video production, what in my day, when I learned video production in high school, we had cameras that hooked to s- separate VCRs that were strapped in a little bag on, around my neck. That's how it was, kids. Let me tell you, you got your smartphones and you can edit on your phone. Unbelievable. But since I just, I just don't have the patience for editing, there's people out there that do. People out there that love editing. They get a feel for it and they're great at it. That is a skill. It is a passion. I have neither of those things. Not a lot of skills, not a lot of passions in life, and editing is definitely one. So for now, it's my voice. It's you, your ears, and me, kids. Let's gather around for the three things. It's usually three things on my mind. That's the original core idea of the show. For a while there, I, I broke it up. I, I was doing like three things on bananas. And that kind of bled over into what I also try to do with life ranked. And yeah, you know, I like this. This is more of a ramble. You okay with the ramble? I hope you're okay with the ramble. We got some great guests lined up. Uh, coming up in June and beyond here, the Knapsack Files. Got some, I got a Hot Sizzler Nights book now in this town until it happens. Whew, that's, that's when I announce it officially. Don't believe anything until it happens. But I do have a great Hot Sizzler Nights booked. 
soon. We got some guests. Right now, it's just you and me and the three things on my mind. And the the first thing on my mind, what is on my mind this week? Well, it is patience. Patience. Have patience. Have patience. You don't have to hurry. That's an old song I used to hear, like a children's like growth book, musical book. My, my mother would sit me down with, and you'd flip the pages, and it was a snail. I remember, I think the snail was blue. His name was probably Patience Mix Patience. I don't know. <laughs> Patience Mix Patience. Uh, I don't know. But I remember that. And then there was like a little record. And you put it on, and so I, I would have the book and flip it, you know, when you hear the chime, turn the page. For the Star Wars ones, it was when you hear R2 chime, turn the page. Beep, boop, 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 and he turned the page. And there was a little, little like, snail, and he was going slow. And he'd tell you, have patience, have patience, you don't have to hurry. That is a lesson that I try to learn, and I have a lot of patience in a lot of ways. In other areas, I don't have patience. So I'm trying to cultivate a little bit more patience. But patience also as it relates to career, as it relates to your goals, as it relates to timing. Push forward, get momentum in your career, focus on your dreams and turn them into your goals. Those are things you always hear me and others who are smarter than me say, but patience is part of that too. And timing and looking back and realizing this happened and this led to this and this led to that. And then having the patience that it still might take just one more yard to get into the end zone. You might hand uh, the ball off to the fullback just to get it in uh, to score the touchdown. We're talking sports. Um, and that's where I'm at in my life right now with some cool things going on as uh, my career adjusts and change. All jokes aside, uh, it's actually it's been an interesting experience uh, going to more the independent contractor freelance route in this entertainment digital media world. It has been ups. Uh, there it has been. There has been ups and there has been downs, and then there's been even more downs, and then there's been a lot of credit cards. So it's all it's all kind of uh, you know been a lesson for me there. But I'm finding patience, but not confusing patience with procrastination. That's another thing that's kind of been in my brain right now. I have a tendency. I'm not what I would call a lazy person. I am a very deliberate person. And I can easily not get overwhelmed, but I can get unfocused if there's too many things out in front of me to focus on. So I'll make my lists and then I ignore my lists and then I make lists to remind me about my lists, make alerts to remind me about the uh, notes on my fridge that are supposed to remind me about the other lists I ignored. I put it all out there and then I go through it very deliberately and methodically. So it takes some time. And then what ends up happening is I push a lot of things off. And then I'm like, well, I'm just patiently uh, waiting to see how things turn out. So don't, don't, don't confuse the two, procrastination and patience. Patience is more a state of mind. It is a state of being. It is taking a breath. It is being calm. And again, 
moving forward. There's uh, things I, I wish I could say. I hope I could say. Again, I really believe in this town, this Hollywood. You wait till it happens. You wait till you cash the check before you say anything uh, publicly. But um, I've got something kind of cool, uh, you know, mid-level. Uh, you know, you, you would hear about it, and hopefully you will hear about it eventually. But it is something that has taken since, uh, what year is this now? 2018. Let me do the math here. Oh, the fall of 2009. That is the first time I heard about this idea and uh, started putting uh, pen to paper and, and uh, uh, fingers to keyboards in the fall of 2009, a writing project, a show idea. And me and my team, me and my buddies all uh, gathered roughly every, every Thursday. We really made a, a goal to have that be the thing. And then we worked on the project. We built the project. And then we had some close calls. We thought we, we kind of had an option for a little bit. Uh, you would be amazed at how little money that meant, especially then at the time, the digital media, media world. We're talking 2010 2011 when it seemed like oh a web series seems like that's something we can do right and yeah you could do just just uh you know it wasn't uh, wasn't going to generate the funds and then that didn't work and then you're disappointed and then things start to happen and uh within the group personal lives change uh, relationships take you in different directions and then next thing you know other projects are taking uh you all in different directions i began producing the schmoes no podcast and around october 2012 so we're talking three plus years after this particular project began uh we're still working on it three years and i get the schmoes job or start working with them on the podcast, I should say. And then that pulls me away because the podcast was on Thursday nights, which was our writing group time. So we tried to move it to accommodate me. And then other things happened. And then another one of my team, uh, one, uh, about 2012, 13, I can't remember now, uh, around the same time, uh, he and his uh, then-girlfriend, now-wife, started working on a project over at Geek & Sundry. That is now giant. It's big. It has some dice and dragons involved. Um, that pulled them uh, him away from the project. And then next, you know, I was working at Screen Junkies. This is 2015. The project is still kind of being kicked around. And we seemed as though uh, it, just, it just lost momentum. And we didn't focus on it. So 2016, seven years, almost seven years, six solid years that we started, first started working on this project. It was pretty much out of our brains. But friendships form in other areas. Friendships form in different career paths and uh, different choices. Uh, and the next thing you know, certain successes lead to other successes, which lead to new people. Then, you know, next thing you know, we're friends uh, with a, a, a writer, a talented writer. And that writer comes along and says, hey, I'd like to do this. And we want her to lead us. And we're like, this is awesome. Next thing you know, there is new life. And it's 2018, mid-2018, almost 2019, which we put it in the 9 to 10-year mark that we first start working on this project. We have not just new life, perhaps a new direction on a new technology, you know, streaming, something that really wasn't what it was when we first started this project. And now you look back and you're like, ah, all those nights I fretted, all those nights 
We crumpled up our papers and said, this isn't going to work. All those nights we sat there nostalgically looking back. Ah, wasn't that silly when we tried this project? It might happen now, and it couldn't have happened then. That is the patience I'm talking about with your life and goals and dreams. It's not always just about creative stuff. It's the things you're trying to work on. And this is not a new topic for me, patience. It's something I always need to remind myself for. And again, not to confuse it with procrastination. So here I stand now. It's the third thing on my mind this week, reminding myself that things sometimes happen for a reason. You want to be positive about it. You want to work. You want to create your momentum. But also, things will happen in time at the right time. It's something that was not possible then based on connections, based on technologies, based on avenues, based upon your own personal position in life. Now that can happen. I guess also the lesson is never give up. Never surrender, but have patience. Patience as it relates to real life and patience as it relates to your goal, which leads me to my number two thing uh, this week on the three things on my mind is reacting, not responding. This is not for me. I've heard this a couple times. I wish I could credit directly who I heard this from recently, but I've actually heard it from a couple different places and it's something going on. I think it's important in this digital media, social media age where everyone has access, including you, including me, to get your thoughts and opinions out there right away. And sometimes these things come directly at you. And I'm not just talking about someone in the media space or someone who's known. That certainly brings a lot more reactions, but you might have a reaction. You might post something on Twitter. I like cheesecake. And maybe a friend of yours likes that tweet, and then that friend's like of your tweet pops up in someone else's timeline who doesn't even follow you. Next thing you know, that person's in your feed yelling at you about cheesecake. And it gets you angry. You have the option right then and there to react or to take a moment and respond. I've had a lot of conversations with uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landover and Force Center. When we try to do that, we have some people, we have a pretty positive fan base, but sometimes things will happen. Uh, people don't disagree with us and they react in a certain way. So they post something, they write us something, and we want to hear them out. We want to hear where they're coming from. We don't want to just discount them. But sometimes the sun just sets in the right way and my patience goes away and I react versus respond. So what I will try to do is do not hover over the send button, the post button, the tweet button, the reply button. I'll pull back. I'll pull back and say, let me read through this. Because there's nothing that gets more confusing and more misinterpreted than tone in text, tweets, messages. It's hard enough to communicate in person how many times have you got involved with a little bit of a tiff with a girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, family member, coworker, something that began over text message? I think there was a great key and peel sketch that dives into that. One person's happy, let's do this. The other person's like, oh my God, why is that person so angry at me? Now I'm angry at them. Boom. Then that person gets angry. Boom. And it just explodes, explodes, explodes. 
it's hard enough under those circumstances. But imagine now when you're trying to reach out and, and address something online. I think we should stop addressing a lot of things online to the level that we do. What a great and wonderful tool social media has been. It has done a lot of good things. It's kept me in in contact with a lot of people I would have lost contact with years ago. It's given me you. It's given you me. So I actually really love it. What I've watched, we've all watched in the last couple of years, just this change that's happened. And things that I'm not, I don't like the, the, the trial by Twitter. I don't like a lot of hashtag justice. I don't like a lot of that. Meaning I don't like when, when the ants jump on the, the, the food on the ground and just, or, 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 or a bigger bug that's dying and all the ants crawl out and it's gone. The carcass barely remains. I'm wary of that because a lot of times it's done in the name of good and it's done for good and the results are good. But a lot of times I just look at that. I'm like, wow, this could lead to a lot of bad things, which is why I, I really, it, this has been on my, on my mind this week. That's why this show's called the three things on my mind is reacting versus responding. Back when I was working security, there was a policy we had, uh, had and adopted from other, uh, uh, departments and agencies and stuff like that, that, uh, we call one step back. The one step back policy. So if you're walking up to a potentially combative suspect or an unhappy customer or anything in those situations, some, someone you walk up and you know it's a tense, heat filled situation, you got to make contact. So you want to keep yourself at a safe distance. That's just for own personal safety. But then sometimes the interaction might get tense and the person you're talking to, the subject might be the one making it intense, might be the one just turning up the heat on this boiling water. And then you might react as opposed to respond. And then the situation's boom, stepped up. Or sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're just like, sir, ma'am, I'm here to help you. What's uh, this? What you're doing must stop. But let's try to talk about this. And boom, they're upset. So you literally, literally, physically would take one step back. Push the situation down at first. That should be your first goal. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it would not. And then you have to jump to the Admiral Raddus Rogue One situation of, I say we fight. That happens. It's just the way of it. Some people don't like to hear that, but that is the way of it. So I think that same approach the one step back policy should be used as most uh, much as you can as most of the situations that you find yourself in there are people out there as michael kane would say that just want to watch the world burn that's the worst michael michael kane in the world i'm not an impressionist i'm i'm not an impersonatorist i'm i'm horrible at words today eh, who cares i don't mind do you mind i don't think so i like it when i stumble over words it's weird where my mind goes but I think if we all could adopt that when possible, we might, uh, we might be a little bit better. And think about it. Think about your reaction and how you can translate that into a response. And then you find you actually can communicate. Had that recently on, on Force Center. 
someone not happy with something they said, and, and they, they reacted. Oh, they reacted. And that got me unhappy because I did, felt the reaction was not correct and not fair. So I reacted at first. I deleted that reaction, thankful to the high heavens that I did, and responded. Strong, but empathetic. Empathy is dead, unfortunately, in a lot of areas. Build empathy. Um, and then, you know, that, uh, that led to a good dialogue, a good conversation, and everyone's in a better place. A handshake and a hug, and you're on your way. Reacting versus responding. That's something, I'm not clapping myself there. I'm just thinking, thinking aloud. That's what you're hearing. Wouldn't it be weird if I just started applauding myself? What kind of hell <laughs> would that be? Great point, Ken. Great point. Now, but reacting versus responding, it's very much on my mind this week, seeing what's going on, seeing what's going on in the Star Wars fandom. I don't pay too much attention to it. And I don't mean like Jyn so my head is down on the ground and you don't look up. I'm just like, I'm very aware of the situations in certain podcasts attacking certain authors and certain authors getting frustrated and and uh, all that kind of stuff and, and, and tensions flare. And I'm very much aware. I just don't roll up my sleeves and jump into that kind of stuff. I just do what I can want to continue to do with Force Center along with Joseph and Jennifer and be positive be critical when we need to be or want to be, but do it in a way that still highlights that this is all a fun space movie. Um, but I see what's going on out there. And then uh, the, what lead the threads, man? Forget YouTube comments, a trash fire that they are. You want to control the trash fire as best you can uh, so it doesn't breed uh, other problems and doesn't uh, turn into an all-out forest fire. But sometimes it is just a trash fire, and I think it's okay. Let it burn out. But other times, you must go out, and you must uh, pull the weeds from the garden, and that's okay. And that is okay. I, uh, it's more okay to me because, well, that was my line of work for a while. 17 years, I was pulling weeds from figurative gardens. And sometimes it gets ugly, sometimes it gets messy, and sometimes it gets violent, but that's the way it is until you face those weeds, until you're there. Uh, trust me, a lot of you don't understand. You don't understand how, how those weeds hurt, uh, how dangerous those weeds can be. But, hey, I'm okay with it. I say we fight. It's one of the reasons I like Radis. Get in there, roll up the sleeves, pull some weeds out, and you'll have some true peace on the other side. But before we even get that, work on reacting and responding. And I should say, work on responding before reacting. Pass that around. Let's see how... We, in our little circles, can work on that kind of approach. Don't see a headline and react. Give it a beat. Don't see an idiot online and react. They'll still be an idiot. Maybe you can respond and communicate better with that idiot. And if you're like me and you're in a parking lot for a cramped grocery store, don't react negatively to every car. Uh, pulling in a lot that causes you problems. Just take a breath and respond and have patience. Hey, it's a connective thread. So the, those are the first two things on my mind this week. Patience and responding versus reacting. Yeah, I think we can dig that. So what is my number one thing on my mind this week? 
Well, it has to do with things. A three things on things. No, it has to do with things, items, what you keep, what you save, what is junk, what is useless, what has value, and what really will you miss. You see, I had a pipe burst in my apartment recently. It uh, destroyed a taping of the afternoons with Josh and Ken, which can be found on its own RSS feed. Look for it on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, soon Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah, it's an advertisement. It's no longer on this feed. Uh, but it delayed that. And I had a pipe. Now, look, it could have been worse. This pipe burst thing, uh, this pipe bursting thing could have been horrible. Uh, and I, I have to give full credit to Fate and Mark Andreco for keeping this pipe burst uh, situation to a minimum. Uh, what happened is I I'd had a, I had a weird plumbing issue in my apartment for a while now. Uh, something going on in the pipes. Um, you flush the toilet and some of the weirdest sounds in the world. I was like, is there a boa constrictor living in my pipes? What is happening? A lot of air chugging, trying to get through. I reported it. Now, I will say procrastinated a little bit. I didn't have patience. I just straight procrastinated the problem. It seemed to be getting worse. But then the plumber, who the apartment uh, complex contacted, who probably on retainer or whatever it is for them, he uh, practiced some procrastination versus patience. Um, and I tried to respond and not react, um, but he didn't come out or one of his men didn't come out. So I uh, leave my house one day busy. One of these days, uh, one of those days where you're going around town, running errands, you're doing lunch meetings, blah, 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 blah. And I come back and I step into my bedroom and I was like, well, all right, I got, a, I got like an hour or so before the afternoons with Josh and Ken and special guest Mark Ellis takes place. Let me, uh, let me see what I can come up with to do, to entertain myself. I'll probably just play some video games, but all right, what are we going to, so I walk into my room and I had some comic books that I needed to either read or file. And the one that I had already read, but I needed to file into my boxes, which means put in a little plastic sleeve and tape the sleeve and put it in my little sections, was The Adventures of Nick Wilson, which is a comic co-written and co-created by Mark Andreco from uh, Movie Fights, Movie Trivia Schmodown, uh, of course, wrote uh, Wonder Woman 77, a lot of other things. Talented writer, great guy. So I owe Mark Andreco because I love this comic so much, The Adventures of Nick Wilson. I had already finished it. Because if I had not finished it, it would have just laid on the bed, and I probably would have gone on with my day, probably turned around and left my apartment. But I go to grab the comic and file it because I'm like, I must preserve this comic. And I walk into my second bedroom. Uh, that's also my gym room and my toy room. It's not as glamorous as you think. It's walking there and I hear this horrible sound of water where water should not be uh, heard. And I go to file the comic, which I did because comics first. And then that's what I noticed. Yes, there's something going on in the wall in my closet. This is the closet with all my collectibles, the ones that aren't dis on display elsewhere in my apartment. This is, this is the spot where everything is. All the figures, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Mask, um, Funko Pops, Game of Thrones, and comic books. Even though the comic books are in a plastic, uh, each one's in a plastic bag, they're in a cardboard. 
kind of comic book display shelving situation. I do have a lot of plastic boxes, but I have things that are they're uncovered too. So there wasn't water bursting out of the wall yet, but I felt the carpet and it was soaked and getting soaker. Soaked and getting soaked soaker. I'm going to leave that one in too. Soaker. Soaked and getting wetter. Soaked and getting more wet. It was damp, baby. So I freaked out a little bit. Now, I freaked out and not in the sense that uh, other people might. As you've heard, as you know, I uh, have a background of uh, being a trained first responder as well. So my adrenaline popped up. And I did react. Here's a time where you need to react versus respond and have no patience. So I started pulling things out of that closet. And in the back of my head, I'm like, well, what am I going to pull out first? There's a lot of things I value. It's a lot of keepsakes, a lot of stuff from like even junior high, little papers and stuff that I wrote, the things that I've been holding on to. I just started yanking things out. I I saved, I will, I report this. The comic books came out first because of the cardboard. The bottom shelf started getting just a little wet. And then uh, the figures and then some of the board games, Lego sets, Funko Pops, to my surprise, were pretty much the last thing I pulled out. That's right. The Funko Pops remained until the bitter end. And it got me thinking because I've dumped so much. I dumped so much money (laughs) into Funko Pops that here I am, here I am, um, yanking all the stuff that the Funko Pops leave. And so uh, the Funko Pops stay. And it got me thinking about what we really value. And what would you grab in a fire? What would you grab in an earthquake? And what really can you live without? And I started realizing stuff as I looked around my room. I think, and my apartment even now as I record, there's some things I'd want. Some things would be cool. I'm looking at some high school yearbooks down below. Those are the ones that got your signatures with the friends. So you might be able to track down another yearbook, maybe even from the school itself, but I would want I'd want that. There's memories there. Memories are important. Reminders of the memories are, are even more important. But I'm looking around and I had an epiphany. I think I could leave it all behind. I really think I would survive and be okay. And you see those people that lose everything in floods. And everything in fires and everything in earthquakes and everything in natural disasters, you see the ones that, uh, you know, criminals break into the house on Christmas morning and steal all their gifts, and you hear these horrible stories, and you wonder, not counting, not talking about human life, but talking about things, can you get by? And it really hit me for perhaps the first time in my life with this, I will say again, minor pipe burst situation in my apartment. Got me thinking, there's nothing that I need to hold on to that much in here. Now I still collect things. I'm still a pack rat. All right, I'm not quite a hoarder. I see your glances. I see your scorn. No, no. I am a collector. I do like having things. I like looking at things. I like displaying things. But I was almost relieved to discover that in this moment of haste with water running and ripping through a wall, which it almost did, thank God Mark Andreco's comic Nick Wilson sent me in 
sooner to the closet than any other time, any other thing would have that day. I'm okay. Everything else can be replaced. Everything else can be forgotten. You throw something away and then you forget you have it, and maybe it's okay that it's gone. So it was a minor moment. Everything's oh, everything's okay. It took about two weeks to get this wall hole repaired and the carpet repaired. The soakered water in the carpet there. Got it all repaired. It's A-OK. We're doing fine. But I had a great epiphany. All these things, like George Harrison once sang, all these things will pass. All these things will be dust one day too, just like me. And I'm okay with that. More than I thought I would be. So that is the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Maybe all over the place. Maybe some, some bad grammarisk in this. But I hope you guys liked it. Let me know what you think about patience and reacting, responding, and what things you're okay separating yourself from and what's your thoughts on that do you live a minimalist life i'm sometimes jealous envious of those kind of people who are like nah i have a box of stuff i have an apartment of stuff maybe i'll get there one day too stuff is fun i do like stuff but maybe i'll get there one day soon you can follow me at cadnabsuck across all social media platforms that includes twitch don't forget we have a patreon page patreon.com slash the knapsack files there's some new things on there if you haven't checked it out and you want to consider checking it out a monthly private spotify a spotify playlist that i also post so if you don't have spotify you can get the what the songs are and i write about them that's on there at the lowest level and then we added a new uh six tier associate producer tier and that gets you into the knapsack file boardroom special broadcasts access to a special chat room all that kind of stuff and a personalized postcard after three months of service all right so consider checking that out if you want but otherwise just spread the word of what we're doing here on the knapsack files podcast feed and over on the afternoons a sister podcast of the knapsack files josh mccook and i cooking up some great stuff over there subscribe over there as well that is it That show wasn't that long. You didn't need that much patience. And you can react or respond. I'll see you guys next time here on the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed.